0: Good afternoon. It's 420 and you know what that means. It's time for some stoner logic. My name is Tim. I'll be uh, hosting today. I want to appreciate y'all for listening in. Uh, those of you who might have listened to one or two, uh, I hope they're getting a little better. Today's segment that I want to talk about, and it's really worked out perfect because it's on daughters and birthday. And I was going to do a segment just on daughters and another one on birthdays, but today is, happens to be uh, my daughter's birthday. So happy birthday, sweetheart. Um, you, you've been an excellent kid. So we, we appreciate it. your mom and I both appreciate it. Um, but I want to talk about how being a daughter, I mean, you know, if you have multiple children and your firstborn is a daughter, I'm just telling you, look out. It's going to be an, she's going to be an alpha. I, trust me. She's going to do well. Uh, I can, I can speak from experience, especially since it's my, my daughter's birthday today. But, you know, if you got a daughter, that's great. But, you know, and that, but, but the problem with having a daughter first, and th- this is true because usually you got somebody going, oh, now you gotta have a son. Carry on the name, that you know, dinosaur mentality. And and I was getting that. After my daughter was born, I was getting, you know, oh, now you gotta have a son. I went, no, I don't know. Well, it took five years, five years before we decided to have another child. So it wasn't like it was, yeah, let's do this. She had become sufficient. She could get her own. Cereal. Turn the TV on. Watch uh, whatever was on—Big Bird or the Purple Guy or whatever at the time. So I thought, hell, you know, why would we want another one? This one's self-sufficient. Of course, you know the the clock ticked a little bit. We we talked about you know how that menopause kicks in. Well, females also have that talk that that clock that ticks and says, hey, if you're going to have more babies. You better get on it. So she decided she wanted to have another child. But your first child, if, if it's a girl, let me tell you, they will rule the house with the other children. They know what to say, how to push those buttons, uh, and especially with a five-year gap like I had, you know, but uh 5 5 years i thought okay you know i'll be ready for this but i'm telling you the the daughter uh that alpha all of a sudden came out where it was a, a everything everything was a, a a contest who could do better uh, and and that's comes from within the family but you know, daughters, I'm just telling you, they, they will rule the roost in that house with the other siblings. They will rule the roost. Um, I heard stories where, where my wife uh, used to tell her little sister that she was adopted. And this was way long ago. I mean, yeah, just things like that. So, yeah, and it's not to be mean. It's just to, to say, hey, I'm, I'm the one. I'm, I'm the one, I'm the first one. My daughter was the fifth of her, of her thing of being the first of the first. Her great grandmother was the first child born female. Then my daughter's grandmother was the first. Then my wife was the first female. Uh, first born and first female they were all first born first female then my daughter and her daughter is now so yeah that's just boom five five generations and uh, like i said it's it's very interesting but i'm telling you i think it I, I i think the first born probably is the alpha in most cases whether it's a boy or a girl but i'm telling you them girls ooh I don't know. I had a brother, and it was a lot easier with my brother, I think, than it was with my sister. So, you know, like I said, it's it's one of those things where you get that girl. So, what I wanted to also talk about with that is I wanted to tell you how I got her home. We had a we had a 1200 square foot home. Our first home. And it was a rainy day. My wife had bought this outfit that she wanted my our daughter to come home in from the hospital. So, my job was to get the car seat, get the baby outfit. Boom. It's overcast day. We've talked about pets. Well, at that time, we had a, a dog named Sid, Sid Vicious. I said, well, I'll, give, I'll take him to the groomer and get him groomed. And they wouldn't do the cat. We also had a cat named uh, Stuff. So I said, I'll take him to the vet. They can, you know, trim their nails, do all that crap. Whatever. I'm going to get everything ready perfect for bringing the firstborn on this day home, well, two days later actually, but today's her birthday. So, I'm gathering up these animals and I throw the cat in. Now, I'm, this is in 84. I've got a 79 Thunderbird black, With a velour interior. I throw the frigging cat in the back seat. With the car seat. That's already hooked in. So now all I got to do is get the dog. Well I go to get the dog. And I smash my finger. In the door of the glass sliding door. I mean. Smashed it. So. I know I'm going to lose that. That nail. So I get the dog. Get him in. Drop him off good. Go to get the cat. Well, the cat's done pissed in the back seat. And I got these velour seats. Luckily, the outfit is in the front. So get the cat inside. I'm out there spraying crap, trying to get this up and get this smell out. And I decide, well, I'm going to find me a, uh, a car wash. Well, it's it's overcast. It's been misty rain. So I'm heading towards the hospital looking for, I knew where a place was where I could go. Well, I pull in and they go, we're not doing it today because of the weather. I go, I don't care. I just, you know, the inside, can we do the inside? He goes, nope, we're not taking anybody today. I go, oh man. So I get back in my car I'm driving down, and I see this this uh, service station. They had the big, you know, big tanks for, for vacuuming. So I go, I'll, I'll do this myself. So I pull in. You know where this is going, and this is true. I swear on my daughter today. I'm vacuuming, trying to get that out, trying to suck up as much of that cat pee, and all the 409 and crap I've done sprayed on the seats—it's probably going to change colors, you know. But you know, I got to get, got to get this. I'm vacuuming, and boom, 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 and yes, I sucked up this little outfit that my daughter is supposed to ride home in, and I'm like, oh my god. Can I turn this off and undo the thing? No, it's gonna be gonna be too messy, you know. Can't do that. So luckily I got the the booties and uh figured, okay, I'm I'm trying to be the good dad, you know? Daughter born, boom, coming home, coming home. So of course, I get to the hospital and trudge up to where she is. And of course, I have to load up all the flowers and put them on a cart and all. And I'm, I'm not saying anything. And of course, here comes the proverbial voice. Where's her outfit? Now, she just given birth three days earlier. She's ready to go home. And I get it, she wants her little girl coming home in this nice little outfit, and it ain't happening. So I hold up the booties and tell her that's all we've got. So she went home in a hospital shirt, and my wife wasn't happy, not happy at all. Well, the problem was, was of course, I had to explain myself. So I had to tell the story I just told you to her which, you know, I wouldn't believe either. But here I am with my friggin' finger throbbing and trying to get her home. So we go to get into the elevator. And, of course, she's in a wheelchair with the baby and I've got all the stuff. And the nurse is there and... We get into the elevator and a couple more people got in and we're going down and the nurse goes, y'all want to hear a funny story? I forgot she was in the room when I'm telling my wife what had happened. And I'm like, "Mm, let me get in and out of here before you start telling the story on my first day of being a true father, taking my daughter home. So you know that that was that was you know an, an experience as far as I was concerned. You know, be, being a father, bringing my daughter home. But let me tell you, bringing her home that was one thing. Raising her that was a different thing. Uh, she wasn't hard to raise. Don't get me wrong, but she still had that alpha personality and she might have got that from me i hope so so like i said if you got a daughter she was first born i'm telling you she, she's going to be something she's going to be something um you know you you've got to you've got to just realize that you know when when you have a daughter she's a first born she's actually going to help you i think because you're going to raise her She's going to be the first one that either does this or does that. And the others are going to look and she's going to, to let them know how, how to, uh, negotiate with you in the future. <laughs> so, you know, that, that daughter, that first daughter, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they have a way of their own. My daughter's going through it now with her daughter. Like I said, she was the first of a first also. And uh, so my old granddaughter, who's, who's 10, 11 years old, whew, you know, had teenage things getting ready. And you can't tell me it doesn't exist. So, you know, um, having children, you know, we talked about family in the past. We talked about, you know, marriages in the past. Having children, having daughters, having sons, having whatever, uh, you know, it's tough. Because normally, as a unit of father and wife, now they've got to deal with raising you, and they have their own ways. You know, uh, my wife thought that she was going to have to be the disciplinarian, and because she thought I was too much of a kid. Well, I am. I like being young. I like acting young. I like being able to do that stuff, but you also have responsibilities. So, you know, I, I probably threw a lot at my daughter being the firstborn. Uh, true story. Um, phones, I don't know when phones came out, but I know they were around when my daughter was growing up, but my daughter didn't have her first phone until she went to college. So that's how tough I was. But I'm seeing it now with how she's doing with her daughter, and some of the things that maybe I instilled are being passed on and and that's kind of cool. that's kind of cool i was I was uh, in time out, i guess uh, when i when I was watching my granddaughters as my daughter was out of town, and like i said i I, I try to let kids be kids because that's how I got to grow up that's how you probably got to grow up and i hope that's what you're doing with with your kids or grandkids or however however you're doing because don't be afraid to let them venture out my my daughter like i said i was i was with my grandkids for about a week and i guess my grandkids may have taken advantage of me a little bit and I didn't see anything wrong with it. But, of course, it wasn't to what my daughter's standards were at the time. And she has loosened up. I think she's starting to see things a little differently. And maybe it's because she might be listening now. But she got onto to my granddaughter. And I used to tell my daughter this when she was growing up. I said, I will let you run as far as you can. But I've got a rope tied around you. And when you mess up, I'm pulling you back. And it's going to take you longer to get to where you were because you did not let me have that trust that I want in you. Well, she told my granddaughter that same thing the other day. And she she even said, hey, your grandfather, your pops, they call me pops, your pops used to tell me this, and she told the same thing. So, you know, that's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. So daughters, you know, sons, sons emulate you. You know what? There's old sayings out there. Some of you've heard them. Some of you haven't. The ones you haven't, some of them are, uh, you you know, you get out of what you put into. Talk to your kids. Talk to your daughters. Talk to your sons. They need you. They need you. Hey, we got Father's Day coming up next. I'll get on you dads, especially you delinquent dads next week. But this week, it's about daughters, enjoy your kids, they grow up fast, and then they have to try to conquer this world that we're leaving them. And, uh, you know, it's not its not real good right now. You know, uh, uh, we're, we're happy, uh, I hope my kids are happy, but there's some things going on, but we're not going to talk about that, we're going to talk about happiness, things that make you smile, things that make you go, hmm, you remember? You know, so, so think about your kids and, and um, you know, raise them the best way you can. Just let them know you're there. And whether, you know, I don't know what you're gonna do when you get two alphas, because they're gonna butt heads. Because my, my son, like I said, being five years younger, she could just, boom, just say one word to set him off. Because he didn't know what to, how to react. You know, now if it would have been a two-year gap, Maybe a three-year gap. Maybe he, he could have, you know, but then when he got bigger than her <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, she was heading off to college when he was still, I think, in ninth or tenth grade. So, you know, she helped, helped him when he was in high school. But, you know, but she, she set the standard for him to, to have to live up to. That's, that was her goal. Right, how hard, how difficult can I make this for him to see that I'm still the number one? <laughs> she did trust me, she did, and uh you know he he did some very good things on his own, and he enjoyed the challenge. I'm just gonna leave it at that. He enjoyed the challenge, but uh she set the bar. And, and that, that made him have to work harder. Now, I don't know how it is with three or four kids. I grew up with four kids Um, and trust me, I had an older brother and uh, I didn't, he was more of an introvert and I guess I, I wasn't. So there was that alpha that I was trying to assume But um, I got to admit, he was, he was a cool one. He stayed true to himself. So, you know, that's what you want your kids to do. That's what, you know, you want to do is stay true to yourself. Enjoy your kids, you know, enjoy your kids. You know, hey, if you knew your kids were going to grow up to be like you, would you still have sex? Hmm. Hell Yeah. That's why I waited five years. I, I thought I would be more mature in raising the second one. And and the story on that, let me let me fill you guys in on that one. I was like I said at the beginning of the show, I was like, this one's perfect. <laughs> you know, she she she's pretty good. She's five. She's she's pretty good. And and um I said, you know, nobody's ever given me a good enough reason why I need to have a second one. Well, we had lots of friends and, and actually customers that we'd known for 20 years. And uh, they would say, well, you got to have another child. Uh, what, ha- what are you going to do if something happens to your, do- your daughter? And I said, well, you can't replace one with the other. But that's not a good enough reason. So my daughter's still number one. She's she's the alpha. She's the only one. Not a good enough reason. Can't replace one for the other. They're all different. You want them different. Trust me, you want them all different. So another person comes up, you know, and goes, uh, well, what would you do if, uh, you know, you and your wife were in an accident and, and, you know, got killed? You know, what about your kids? I go, look, they got plenty of great aunts and uncles, they would be taken care of. Trust me, I'm not, not thinking about anything like that because, you know, uh, my family is very tight. She's good. Not a good enough reason. You know, they, they need to have that sibling. She seems to be doing pretty good. She hasn't asked for a little brother or a little sister. You know, she, she likes being number one. Trust me. <laughs> she likes it. Likes it a lot. So then uh, finally uh, you know somebody came up and they go well you know what, what if what if uh, what if your wife wanted another baby would you have another baby Brrr. what if you wanted another baby would your wife give you another baby that's what it was sorry I got off a little bit and I'm thinking well dang I guess you know you're right So if she wants another baby, I guess we should have another kid. So that is the logic I used at that time. (laughs) Uh, Probably I wasn't indulging or had indulged, but that sounded like a, a logical answer. Yeah, my wife would give me another child if I wanted another child, and if she wants one, I should have one, so... Oh, giddy up, let's do this. And uh, so that's how the five-year gap waited, uh, probably because we were having a great time for the five years with just the one. We were able to do things. We were, we were actually going on trips. So even when you do have those children out there, put your spouse first and your children second. And, and a wise person told me this because one day, your kids are going to leave. They're going to have their own lives. And I'm, I'm speaking from experience. So enjoy that time while you got it with your spouse. Because my wife and I, we've had some great trips and things like that. But, you know, when you got them children, they're first. And watch out for that first daughter. Hey, this has been stoner logic. Just how I think how I react to things, why I'm indulged in some medicinal. Um, And like I said, daughters and alphas, I still say the first child will probably be an alpha, but daughters, they're very strong alphas. Hey, this has been Tim. Thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk about fathers next week. Thank you for listening.